Welcome to Macedonian Postcards. Dobrodojdovte vo Makedonske razglednica. My name is David Belidis. Ja sum Dragi Spasovski. And we're your hosts for this show. It's brought to you by Izvor Music. You can look at our website at izvormusic.com. That's spelled I-Z-V-O-R, music.com. Today's postcard is from Prelep. And the song is... Na stolče sedam pismo pišu vam. not very well known in Macedonia, a song which has not been sang a lot, a song which has been recorded only by one singer. The second one was my recording, which is way, 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 way later. The first one, <laughs> strangely, it was recorded by uh, Zaharinka Vrtanovska or Milosavljevic. We already talked about uh, Zaharinka mm-hmm. when we yes. had Ratej Čupe. The way the song was recorded was kind of unusual. Why unusual? Zaharinka Vrtanovska, that was her maiden name, was always a singer who sang urban songs. That was her specialty. That's how he started recording. That's how he started singing. And that's how people knew Zaharinka Vrtanovska. And all of a sudden, on radio, I hear this new song with Zaharinka with Narun Instrumenti traditional instruments. Singers like Zaharinka, uh, like Kirill Manchevsky, like Violeta Tomovska, Anka Gieva Ivanovska, Nada Makilarska, those were the singers who only sang Vasily songs. Maybe they never tried. Maybe they were not offered. Or maybe simply they did not have... Oh, In French they say affinité. Maybe they did not have affinity toward this kind of music, and maybe they had doubts that they'll be, you know, good enough with the way they sing to present a village-style singing. I don't blame them. Like Anka Giva, for instance, I don't think her voice would ever fit into an Izvor-style singing. So when I heard Zaharinka, she was very successful. Of course, Zaharinka was virtuoso in singing. She could transform one note into a different kind of sounding note, the same note, but that's exactly what, you know, the ornamentation is. She was capable of getting adjusted, even though her voice not 100% naturally created for Isvor songs, she captured the essence with her interpretation of the village style singing. And uh, unfortunately, the copy of this song that she has, it's not so clear. There's a copy. 
the recording itself it's kind of worn out and it doesn't sound the best still one who knows who understands traditional singing music can tell that she's doing a good job yeah you know i have that original recording on uh, in my first book <laughs> The song is from uh, around Prilep, and as I said, nobody ever uh, tried to record that song later on. And uh, not long ago, you know, going surfing on um, YouTube, you start with one thing and end up with completely, totally different song or music that you're looking for. And I just ran into Tanitz. I love Tanitz, of course. And in the sweet and dances from Prilep region, they have Nastolce Sedam Pismo Pishovam included. So they sang it. Yes, the Tanets. Uh, but I think, I think Stefcha at that time worked for Tanets as a music arranger, the Izvorno. So he was, this was music. after Petza then? Petza never was, Petza was way, way, way back in Tanets and Petza was just a dancer. He never, Petza never played music with Tanets. Oh, no kidding. No, never. Huh. And that was, you know, the, the very, very, very beginning mm-hmm. uh, when Tanets was formed. He was a dancer, and after he quit dancing, he he played Gaida, actually, on some occasions with Vasca solo singing Gaida, but not as a musician. He was a dancer. Do you think he knew this song? Because he was from Prelip also, wasn't he? I have no idea. I don't know. He was from Prelip, but I have no idea whether Petzi okay. knew the song. Petzi himself recorded a couple of songs for the Macedonian radio, and they're still in the archive. You mean he sang? Yes, he sang. Huh. Yeah, he had a song. Yes. where you know he was from from Dolneni that's his uh, village and that's where the Dolneni's Gaida traditional festival and Gaidas is taking place okay we're gonna have a little pause here because the cat is singing <laughs> Oti Dorcelo I think isn't that the cat version <laughs> no she's talking to the birds <laughs> <laughs> what rhythm is that that you're singing in <laughs> Okay, Bobby. 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 I oditam, oditam pile, oditam aide, oditam. Anyway, and then he recorded another song, Fatise Boe Morinauro.
songs at that time were kind of popular. Should I say popular? Or they were more, you know, often being ran on the radio programs and people knew them. Uh, his singing was not anything extra and special, but the songs were kind of interesting and probably because he was a musician and a guy from the radio itself, somebody gave it a little, you know, push. So. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so how do you think Zakharinka was switched? Why this recording? Why this particular song that she switched to Izvon? There was a time, I remember, that was a time when I had a break from this music and recording activities back home. And there was a time when there was not very many people coming forward to recording traditional music. And they needed new voices. They needed new people. But what happened, you know, instead of getting new people, employing, deploying people from the source, from the, directly from the Izvok, they got people like Sarievsky, like Zakharinka Vertanovska, like Blaga Petroska. Blaga Petroska, she's also from Prilep, and she's also always has been known as an urban. And later on, she, she, uh, she sang exclusively uh, newly composed songs. She did record some traditional CD songs for the radio archive. Uh, Blaga Petroska, she recorded one of a song from, uh, I think it's Kosturchanki. I think it's one of the, the group from uh, Aegean Macedonia. So, but she's not from there. No, she's not. So she took something she from their repertoire. Yeah, she, she okay. was given. She was uh-huh. given. That was also a successful arrangement. She recorded uh, with uh, uh, vocal and harmony. Do you know the name of that song? Yeah. Job. But as I said, I liked Zaharinka very much. And there's no <laughs> song that I don't like here that she sang. She never tried Chalgia, Zaharinka. Uh-huh. That was the time, as I said, let me just go back to why you said, how come this transform from an urban style singing to Izvorno style. So they tried to get more people, more singers, and they gave these Viles Izvorno songs to different singers. But only a couple, only few of them successfully recorded, successfully enough to be accepted as a traditional interpretation and uh-huh. voice. Okay. Yeah, you can make a recording, but uh, then you do not categorize that as a pure traditional sound. You can tell, like now Petrisky interpretation, that the Izvorno is missing. So he never captured that Izvorno. So. No, he never captured that. It was artificially uh, made recording for some, you know. And I remember even there was a, a New Year's program which we, in which I was included. The songs were given to Pepe Baftirovsky, Naum Petrovsky, Blaga Petrovska. The songs were specially recorded for the New Year's program. 
But Pepe Blavtirovsky also was not. He was an excellent singer. A voice, honey, mellow voice, gets you into, uh, you know, into your soul. Chaldia, and she was smart enough not to try because you know her voice was not you know suitable for Chaldia. But she did Izvorno, she did city song, city style, and she was very successful. Like Violeta Tomovska, she was a queen once upon a time. Her style was different. She was a city style and newly composed songs. That was her main field. And you could tell that she had different approach, different expression of her feelings in the interpretation, which definitely was not a traditional, not a folklore. <laughs> She tried once, I think it was commercially arranged, to record Chaldia song. 
she was totally unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. Even the song, the song itself, lost of the beauty. Something was missing. And that song is recorded by Meg Lenke. And Violet Tomaska tried to record that fiasco. And, and that song was which? Turi, Michael Turi. I think it goes. Turi, Michael Turi, Turi, the Rakia. Dasena Piam, Stara, Michael, Idase, Opiam. Dasena Piam, Stara, Michael, Idase, Napiam. I don't quite remember the lyrics, but that's what the melody okay. is. Okay. Meglenke, the Meglenke recorded. She tried to re-record it. Yes. But didn't... Yeah, as I said, it's a commercial, it was a commercial intention. They put a CD, four set CDs, Chaldia only, and they got all these people who never recorded Chaldia uh, music. That's a shame, huh? Yes, that's exactly, and yet you used the right word. There's, there was still, there is still so many Chaldia singers. Why they had to use somebody's name, even though, you know, not 100% suitable for that kind of music. Well, for marketing, I imagine. But marketing, what kind of a I mean, market is that when you are not success? I mean, I, I understand. The, the final end. product is not a successful product. Mm -hmm. At least not to us, who, the people who understand who, who music. Know it. Right. Yes. So I think that's a fiasco. That's how I look at this. Mm -hmm. Find somebody whose voice is suitable, even though not a famous name, but make a successful product. Right. So this song is, there's only that one recording by uh, Zaharinka, and then there's your recording. Yes. So why this song? What made you choose this song? The song was inside of myself, as I said. The very first time I heard the song, I said, oh, okay, this is something different. It sounds different. Not very many songs you can find in seven rhythm. This is Elenome. In this particular seven. Yeah, yeah in this particular yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, when you hear the song, it captures you know, the rhythm itself. It captures, uh, it gets you, it engraves into your... Grabs you. <laughs> uh, grabs you, yes. And that's exactly what happened. It was not only Zaharinka, but the song itself. It didn't have, I didn't have to listen to the song again to be able to remember the song. I just remembered the song. It was in, inside of myself. And when I was trying to find the different songs and different rhythms right. for my selection of songs for the CD, I said, definitely, that song goes inside, goes in. 
It's about love. A guy is wondering when he should go. He's uh, sitting and writing a note to his girl. Tell me, what, when should I come and see you? And she goes, don't come tonight. Tonight I have my mother next, uh, sitting you know, with me. Sitting meaning watching. Right. Me. And the guy goes, oh, don't worry about your mother. I'm going to buy her something, bribe her, you know, so she can, you know, look on the other side and not looking over our way. And then she goes, no, don't come tonight because I have my father, you know, tonight in the house. And goes, oh, it's easy for your father. I'm going to buy him a a pipe of tobacco so he can smoke and look at the other so he won't, you know, bother us with his presence. So, still, a love song. But as I said, it was not the lyrics that got me, it was the music, the rhythm, mm-hmm. the, the kind of a merry song, Vesela Pesna. So explain Vesela Pesna? Happy, merry, oh, okay. merry, okay. yeah, a merry sound, merry melody. So that's what made me record the song. I really love the way it was recorded, and I really love the arrangement uh, Stepcha made. It's totally different from the one uh, Radioscopio Orchestra made for the recording with Zakharinka. But of course, this was, you know, for a CD. I think Stepcha added a little bit more attention to make it more rich, to make it a sound which you hear once and you remember. Mm-hmm. And he, he succeeded in that. He succeeded. You've been listening to Macedonian Postcards brought to you by EzvorMusic.com. Слушавте македонска разгледница, представено от EzvorMusic.com. We're your hosts, David Belidis и Драги Спасовски. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Благодарим, што бевте со нас и до слушање.